Hey, I'm Matt. And I'm Allie, and you're listening to Brew Roots. We take a behind-the-scenes look at the roots of your favorite local breweries and the stories behind them. I'm homebrewing like a madman and building homebrew equipment for people on the side. It was fun, and I decided, well, I should try this professionally. Now on to the episode. Cheers. Hey guys, welcome to the fifth episode of Brew Roots. Uh, I really wanted to thank you guys for listening and subscribing, sharing, or tweeting about our podcast. It's uh, really appreciated. Uh, Allie can't be here tonight. She had some school stuff going on, so I'm just doing this real quick intro uh, solo right now. Uh, I've been drinking, honestly, nothing but that Anderson Valley Goza, the gin and tonic one. I had a pretty good grape cider, and I'm not a real big grape fan recently, and uh, it's just not in my head who made it, but uh, it was pretty good. Uh, if you see a grape cider, just try it. There's not many on the market, so I'm sure that this one is one that you can find uh, at a local liquor store, beer, wine, wherever. Uh, yeah, so... Coming up, we have a 4th of July episode. That's one of my favorite episodes. We did one with our old podcast, so we're pretty uh, excited to be doing that. And uh, yeah, this week's episode is featuring our friend PJ from Navigation Brewing Company in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts. He's got a really cool story. It's different than anyone else's story, uh, and that's why we like doing this. So um, if you are listening for the first time, we like to tell the stories of brewers, how they got there, what they're doing, how they're doing it a little bit differently. And then, uh, you know, hopefully someone who's listening that's kind of on the fringe that wants to become a brewer, you know, in a corporation, uh, get some inspiration from us. You guys can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Brew Roots. Go to our website, www.brewroots.com. I just want to give a shout out to Brian from Pry.me, the world's smallest bottle opener. I've been using that nonstop, honestly, uh, in any application. It's super, really robust bottle opener that's uh, made out of titanium. I have been using it in other applications other than like using it as a bottle opener, and uh, it's working pretty good. So, really enjoy it. So, check them out, Pry.me. I love it. And uh, without further ado, our friend PJ from Navigation Brewing Co. Hey guys, welcome to Brew Roots. This is Allie. And this is Matt. And We're coming to you from Navigation Brewing Company here in Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's a really, really cool Western Ave studio. Yeah, it is pretty neat in here. I, I've actually never been in here, so there's a lot going on. Um, since there is no uh, video for this, I'll explain that, you know, you go into the... the I don't know, what would you even call that? Just the brewing room? Yeah, you walk into like the tap room, and tap room. Uh, it's got a cool little ambience in there. Nice mm-hmm. lighting and everything. I didn't get much of a, a feel for it because it was so packed with people, <laughs> which is awesome for PJ and the guys at uh, Navigation. So, uh, without further ado, you don't you aren't here to listen to us. You're here to listen to PJ. Uh, PJ, tell us about yourself and a little bit about. Uh, Navigation. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me uh, on, guys. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, so a little bit about navigation is we, we started about three years ago, a little over three years ago, uh, as a, it, it, what we thought was going to be like a hobby that paid for itself. And essentially, uh, uh, that's what it started as. And we, you know, we got some, some small equipment and a small space, and uh, we grew. Yeah. And we're, now we're in a larger space, and we have a nice tap room, and um, 
pretty much the only place you can get. Actually, it is the only place you can get the beer right now. And uh, we're just taking this wave and riding it as far as we can and just enjoying the ride pretty much. Very cool. So the kind of like the premise of the podcast is we don't, we're not here. We're not reviewing your beer. We're not giving it. 10 stars, we're not giving it 2 stars, whatever. Although you it, have is it is delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we are here to really find out more about you and how you kind of got into it and hopefully give some inspiration to someone who's listening to maybe jump into the field as well. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I guess, uh, you know, if, if you're... Uh, it's, it's tough. It's a lot of hours. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we do long days. Uh, you know, we started brewing this morning at four o'clock and we're, what time is it? Seven, quarter past yeah. seven. And we're, we're just, just finishing up for the day. Um, you know, we get, we get one of the fermenters filled up. We got, uh, I think it's like five barrels in there. Uh, we had to do it today was a triple batch to just to keep up with the demand. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that the, the craft beer industry is really booming right now. Everyone's really enjoying it. You have, there's a plethora of, of beer out there yeah. and people, uh, um, uh, you know, they, they just have so many options. Uh, and there are new people coming onto the scene all the time, new places opening up. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's really a great time to be a, uh, a craft beer geek, I guess, mm-hmm. in any sense. Yeah. Uh, definitely for sure. So. Awesome. Um, how did you get started? So I know you said you opened three years ago. You had some, um, a little bit less equipment. You have more now. But, like, did you do home brewing? So first? I actually have no brewing experience whatsoever <laughs> other than uh, the, I, I did a little bit of brewing just to try to wee my, uh, win my father-in-law over. Uh, Bob, my father-in-law, is my business partner. He's the head brewer, and uh, he, he's been doing it for about 30 years or so, and he's not your average home brewer. Uh, he brews for the past 30 years every single Sunday for 30 years and if he didn't do it on Sundays he did it on Sundays but he would also do it on like Mondays and Tuesdays or something like that so he brew a lot of beer over the uh, over the years and uh, we just kind of took his awesome recipes and you know put them put them to good use awesome yeah so tell us a little bit of your background what did you do prior to navigation um, I come from a family uh, who is pretty much uh, all Lowell my grandfather was a mayor in Lowell uh, very heavily involved with politics my family had a real estate business for many years. I actually got into uh, land surveying, and I've been doing land surveying. I still do it now. I've been doing that for about 20 years or so. Um, and then I dabbled in some real estate, and then I got involved with the brewing, and um, I've really found a passion for it. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm brewing full-time. Well, not full-time, but I'm brewing just as much as Bob is now mm-hmm. uh, here at the brewery. And... Uh, you know, it'll do, I do a lot of the sales and the marketing and a lot of the, the uh, social media stuff so, and all that. So it's safe to say you wear many hats here. Wear many hats, yeah. <laughs> janitor, um, yeah, I clean the bathrooms. Yeah. Man, I do, do about all of it. So. And more importantly, have you won over Bob yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, he let me marry his daughter, so yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, Bob and, uh, Bob and my mother-in-law, Roseanne, are awesome people. Um, and they just uh, it couldn't, you know... I could not imagine having any, anybody else uh, in our lives that, that is just so cool. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're definitely, definitely cool people. Cool. Uh, we ask this to everyone. What is your first memory of beer? My first memory of beer, uh, and I remember this very vividly, it was uh, Guinness. Um, what happened was I was of age, maybe late college years, and I got sick and tired of, um, of uh, 
showing up with a 30-pack of uh, beer, and, you know, you go over and you're like, ah, what happened to my beers? They're gone. So I started drinking uh, dark, heavy beers that nobody else would drink, uh, and I kind of, and they started really liking them, and then um, it just took off from there, and then from there, it was anything I could try to get craft beer, um, and again, we're going back 20 years, so that was a lot, a different time where craft beer was just coming around, so mm. I get to have a lot of the the, uh, the originals, um, you know, I was a big doghead fish yeah. fan, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Adams, uh, <coughs> And then, uh, you know, just about anything at that point was, was just awesome. And then now it's it's really awesome. Mm. So. Do you have a uh, peanut butter and jelly-esque beer? So, like, a beer that, you know, you're, you're if you're eating filet mignon all the time, you kind of want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. What is your uh, PB&J beer? Ah, my PB&J yeah. beer. You know, I, I'm not really sure. Um, the... Uh, it's tough to say. I mean, I, I I don't I don't I don't knock any beer. Yeah. I'll I'll try everything. I'll try anything yeah. once uh, or twice or three times. Um, I, I honestly I cannot say I have one. Um, but you know I would I'm not going to knock any anybody's beer. It's it's an interpretation of a style or or, or a, a, you know the brewer's the brewer's <clears throat> interpretation of a style. Um, any beer that's beer is good for me. <laughs> that's good. Um, answer. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much the way it is. I mean, I have preferences over styles more so than I do, um, like, a particular beer. Hmm. So. so now that you've, like, gotten involved with brewing and stuff like that, have you been making your own recipes? Because I know you mentioned that you've been using Bob's, but... Yeah, we, we, I, what I do is I help Bob tweak some of his recipes. So mm-hmm. I, I come in with some input on, um, you know, different variations of hops or what people like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's some sometimes... Uh, I, I dabble in it a little bit, but not enough to say that my recipes. I you know I may mm-hmm. I may suggest a different yeast strain, mm-hmm. or definitely all right. We got this really great beer. Maybe we should you know let's try double hop, dry hopping it, or maybe we should take you know take out a citra hop and we'll you know substitute the mosaic. Let's see what happens with it. Almost like just a little di- give. I give Bob ideas. Bob takes that to the drawing mm-hmm. board and then takes it from there. So very cool. That's awesome. Um, so. What is in your refrigerator right now? So what are you drinking like when you go home? At home, I actually do not drink any beer at home. Very rarely do I drink beer at home. Um, on the weekends, if I'm doing some yard work, I do it. Um, it's funny. I actually drink less owning a brewery than I did before. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of like a drug deal. You don't get high in your own supply. Right? <laughs> uh, no, I just, uh, you know, I got four kids and I'm busy. And a lot of times, um, you know, I, I, I just don't have time to sit down and have a couple of beers. Yeah. I really don't. Uh, my wife will occasionally bring home some for dinner for me, uh, and whatever she picks, she takes. I'm not, like I said, I'm not, You're not picky. picky. Yeah. I'm not picky. Um, really not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you let's talk about the the uh, progression that has been navigation because you guys were at a different location. I visited you guys there. Yeah, it was a long time ago. So we uh, we were at an old location, a little garage bay, and it was like 1,100 square feet, and we had bought some old equipment from another small brewery that. Had, was going out of business, and um, we we had taken that and we turned it into something a little bit you know a little bit bigger than we originally imagined, and then figured out that you know what it's it's at to a point now where we have no choice but we're growing, mm-hmm. we need to get a new location, and uh, so what we did is we took us another long search to find a location. We wound up here at uh, Western Ave Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner Kyle Frey is a really really great guy, and he uh, he helped us out big time getting us in here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at a point where craft beer was just starting its boom, and um, 
uh, a lot of the business people around that own properties, they really kind of laughed at us. Um, they're probably kicking themselves in the, in, in, the, <laughs> in, the, in their butts right now for not for not taking us on because uh, they didn't you know they didn't yeah. they didn't know what, it, what what was expected. Now uh, I mean now you have economic development teams from all over the state are like going around and asking breweries to move to new locations. Yeah. Uh, we just got a call the other day. Um, it wasn't a call, sorry. It was an email. Uh, Burlington. Some guy out of real estate broker out of Burlington's like begging us to go down there. Uh, we had an opportunity to go to Lynn. Uh, there was also uh, Lawrence. There's, you know, there's places around that are dying for a brewery. Yeah. Um, and, and they're actually, they've got to the point where they're actually going to existing breweries and asking them, hey, come move. Yeah. Um, I don't think they get the logistics of moving. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough thing, but. Um, yeah, if you want to pay for the move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, well, yeah. they try to give you some incentives yeah. and it's great. I mean, but that's how much, that's how much um, economic, de- you know, economic development they see from yeah. breweries and neighborhoods. You know, it's, I mean, pre-prohibition, we, the, the, the United States, there was over 5,000 breweries. Right. So you literally had your neighborhood brewery, just like you have your neighborhood pizza shop now, mm-hmm. or your neighborhood nail salon, or your mm-hmm. convenience store. Um, you know, there was a neighborhood brewery. Yeah. Um, that's why they call them public houses. Yeah, that's yeah. why they call them public houses. And we're just over that, we're just back to that, those those numbers again. And, yeah. and it, it, as you see, everyone's looking around, and we're really, uh, we're really trying to, um, you know, get those, those numbers are back and they're, and they're doing well and, and that's what it is it's na- about neighborhood breweries now I mean they're popping up everywhere it's true I mean you see business meetings getting conducted at breweries yeah you know, yeah it's more popular yeah. than a restaurant because people can just go down yeah I mean down. we have an event going on tonight there's tonight some people wanted to use the space it was probably about 20 people or so that they were having like a book uh, a, they were having some sort of book fundraiser for the YMCA and they asked to use the space I said yeah come on down and you know, and use it, but yeah, it's a meeting place, a networking place, business places. Yeah. We get emails every week. I mean, mm-hmm. corporate events—they want to host like, like parties during the week, and they want to have tours and tastings, and, and they want to bring their employees down. Um, I, it, I got a wedding shower, yeah, <laughs> a wedding shower in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, like, really, a, a wedding shower? It's yeah. like, all right, cool, we'll do it. But yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's 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 taken over the place of the, uh, you know, the, the the neighborhood pub, I'd say, like yeah. the, the, you know, the maybe the dive bar, most people would call it. Um, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of, um, you know, we're, we're kind of taking those things. You know, they, those are kind of going by the wayside, and people are using you know breweries as function halls, as everything, meeting grounds, everything. It's, I love it. It's mm-hmm. great. So I just. I, in my head, I just keep on hearing the word community, community, community. Yeah, we're surrounded you, by it. You've <laughs> been in Lowell your whole life, your family. My family has, yeah. yeah. Um, what does the community of Lowell mean to you and to navigation? Well, it was one of the biggest things we were looking for is, we, you know, we had opportunities to go to surrounding towns. I really wanted to be in Lowell. Lowell needed a brewery. And that wasn't my, works. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to knock <laughs> no, those no, guys. No, no, I'm just I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's, you know, that's a, that's a brewery, but it's also a restaurant right. too, right? So, and it's a chain, so it's a little bit different. But, you know, those guys are great. Um, you know, they, they have, they do, they're good at what they do. Um, their food is excellent. The beer is good. I mean, you can't go wrong. Um, but as for, um, uh, sorry, I just got distract, distracted there. The, uh. Um, what was the question? Community. So the community, community, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the community The community is great. I mean, you, we can't go anywhere around here without people hearing about us or saying yeah. something. But it's, it, you know, if you can support, if you, if, you, if you can have a business that's supported by the local community, I mean, that's, that's the greatest thing ever. You're going to be okay. 
anything outside of that's really is really awesome. Uh, it, it took a little bit of a while to get. I think the the, the community. When I say community, the people itself was really good. I think for the uh, the, the the city, like the governmental side, uh, those it took them a little bit longer because yep. I don't think they knew what they were getting into. I think they were used to the regular the regular bar down the street, yep. and they were going to be dealing with that kind of crowd. But once they come down, they see it, and it's like you know we close at nine o'clock. We're we're not a bar. We're you know everyone's in there. They're having a good time. There's no TVs on the wall. No one's using their cell phones. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. everybody's talking, hanging out. Sometimes we have live music, yep. and it's just a chillax atmosphere. And they come in and they're like. We need more of these. These, are, this is great. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, in, in the local community in Lowell, I got, I got, you know, hats off to them. When they say they support local, they mean it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are awesome at it. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys also support local. I remember you had a deal with the coffee brewers, and yeah, Lowell. we use Brood Awakening yep. uh, for our coffee roast. Uh, we have Carlisle Honey right in Tingsboro. Um, that's my uncle, so he owns that, but I sort of have to use him, right? But he's, uh, but no, again, it's, it's him. We have a local farmer that comes in and picks up our spent grain that, get, you know, feeds his cows, goats, awesome. and chickens. Um, you know, anything we can use local, we try to. You know, we buy our bottles and we buy our bottles in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, about 90% of our grain comes from Hadley, Mass. Um, you know, it's that's about as local as we can get for, yeah. for grain. We do get some other ones that are probably the same distance away, but they're right on the New Hampshire border or Maine border. Um, you know, wherever we can get those things, we can. There's just unfortunately, there's not many malting yeah. companies around. In You're this not area. getting brewing supplies. In the same thing, yeah, 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 the yeah, same yeah. thing with hops. You know, yeah. we're starting to go into some of the local farms that are starting to get into it. Yeah. Uh, if they are into it, you know, we'll we'll try to get as much as we can from them, as much as they can supply. Yeah. So, absolutely. Uh, what's the thing you're most proud of with navigation oh um you know what it's just it's it's the people it's just awesome how everybody is really super cool and just just so accepting of us and um and supportive i i it's definitely the people there's no there's no doubt about it that's awesome um, so I have to ask about the name navigation. Was it an inspiration from something? So Bob, Bob's big into nautical stuff. Uh, he always wanted to do something nautical. I I didn't mind doing the nautical theme, but I didn't want to get pigeonholed to nautical. You know, nautical themed things yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, obviously we're in the Merrimack, so and um, it's turn. You know, it's navigation, so it's it's about direction. You know, about the beer. Um, it, it's somewhat nautical. It's somewhat not. But we can take it in any direction. It's more so. It's a broad. It's a broad a broader. Uh, interpretation of nautical things, but it also is has a lot to do with the direction of the beer, the direction we, when we take the business, and uh, just you know finding your way. Um, you know, it's like a GPS. You know, and so we coined that little phrase. You know, chat your course, find your way. And then we kind of hide this place. I mean, this place is a little hidden gem in yeah. the city, right? Mm-hmm. You really got to find yourself. You got to find your way here. So we kind of make fun of that and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and make it a little difficult. But at the same time, if you find it, you. You found, you yeah. found, yeah, you found the golden ticket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So. I love that. That's cool. Um, so I, I should have asked this before. We were talking about the local community. Um, do you guys get involved with any of like the the local like um, they do Winterfest or Folk? Fest? Yeah, we do. Fe- we did. Win- uh, we did fo- uh, Winterfest this year. Folk Fest is run a little bit differently. Yeah. I don't. I think those are outside mm-hmm. organizations. So we're a self distributing brewery. Uh, we're so we're we're different than anybody that would be working with a um like a distributor distributors right. can work and they can they can wholesale a, lot, a larger amount of different beers uh, we, we're strictly our own beer um so a lot of times they it's 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 feasible, more feasible and, and, you know, for money wise money situations to to work with a distributor for those guys uh but you know we sneak our way in there 
we uh, we we try our best to uh, make sure that we're you know we're on recognized and, yeah. and on tap somewhere. Yeah, we try you know we'll, we'll do that best. I mean, right now we're currently only on tap at the brewery, yep. but you know we'll go we're going to go back into a few local places and then we're going to kind of hit the outskirts. You know, a big part of it, you know, we go back to the community is we're also trying to draw new people to the community. Mm-hmm. You know, show them mm-hmm. hey, Lowell's really not that stereotype thing that you see in the newspaper all the time. Although sometimes the newspaper doesn't help by printing some of those stories but you know they do in the same sense they do print some good stories too so you know it's it's just a matter of uh letting people know hey we're here on the map we're you know we're we're really a cool place to hang out and uh you know if not for us try the restaurants try the local shops and i think i think lowell's really coming around so yeah i think uh lowell needs more of this i think the yeah, they're getting there. Yeah, they're getting they there. They're I getting mean, there. Like it's mill number five and everything. Yeah, mill number on. five. This, I mean, we're located here at Western Ave Studios, the largest. And not even nobody knows. Nobody understands. This is the largest community of artists in the United States. Yeah, there's yeah. 300 artist studios here, and then there's like I don't know how many lofts there are where people actually live and work through their art. So. I mean, that's insane, right? I mean, nobody knows about this building. It's it's open once a month on the first Saturday of every month. Um, And you could walk around. I I have yet to make it to every floor. I try every once in a while. I try to go around and and try to introduce myself to new people. They're either not there or I just can't get all the way up there because I I end up talking to like 30 people on my way (laughs) up to those stairs. So, um, or the elevator. But yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely awesome. Absolutely. All right. Talk about what you're drinking right now. Um, right now I am drinking our summer ale, which is a, it's actually an all Amarillo hopped pale wheat ale. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's actually one of my favorite beers to drink because we can, I call it the lawnmower beer because you can actually drink this thing all day long. (laughs) It's a low alcohol. I think it's like five, five and a half percent in that range. Um, but the Amarillo hops is like one of my favorites, really grassy, lemony. Um, it, it's a good beer. I, I enjoy this one. Yeah. A lot, so when the summertime comes around, I get to enjoy it even more. <laughs> I feel like that's like a tough question. Like, what's your favorite beer? It's like oh, I don't have it. I don't have favorite. Yeah, I have. I have. I have some favorite beers to brew. Yeah, uh, milk stout is probably one of my favorite okay. to brew, uh, mm-hmm. and chocolate oatmeal stout. And the and the reason being is. When you leave the brewery that day, it literally smells like a chocolate factory. Yeah, it probably smells wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really odd. Those are some of my favorite to brew. Um, some of my favorite to drink. I, I, I I'm. I prefer pale ales. Yep. Uh, I like IPAs. Uh, a double IPAs are good. Sometimes the alcohol is a little too high for me. Um, I, I just I just don't like to get that. You know, when you only can have one beer, it's kind of. Eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to have at least a, two or three beers yeah. and be able to and be able to walk. You know, yeah. of so, course, so. of course. All right. So, what do you see for for navigation in the next couple of years? Uh, growth. I see a lot of growth. Um, although we're gonna we're gonna take our time with it, we're gonna we're gonna take it slow and we're gonna grow at a at a pace that uh, that lets us um, that lets us you know sustain everything. Um, we just we, we don't want to get too big too fast. Right. Uh, we want to be able to you know just keep it st- slow and steady wins the race type of thing. Um, you know we're, we're not in this to get to be rich or filthy rich or you know or any of that. We're in this just to, to sustain an income mm-hmm. uh, eventually um, and. Um, and be able to enjoy the job we go to every day and then get to hang out with cool people. I mean, make a beer. I mean, come on. Yeah. Really? That's just awesome. It's <laughs> like, that's like, I would have never imagined myself this 20 years ago that this would, I'd be sitting here with, you know, talking on a podcast about a brewery and yeah. owning a brewery and then making beer for the rest of my life. Yeah. That makes me happy because it's simple, it's easy, and it's fun. Yeah. 
Do you want to talk about some of the um, seasonal beers that you guys have? Yeah. What season? Um, well, let's start with summer. All right. Summer. <laughs> we have our summer ale. Uh, we do a bunch of stuff based off kind of seasonal ales, uh, seasonal stuff. We do it in the summertime. We typically do our summer ale. We do a blonde. We do our IPA. Uh, we'll do our pale ale. We have a uh, there's a bunch of different IPAs and pale ales that we do. We do Neep, a couple double IPAs, Vessel, Giveaway Vessel. Um, we have our um, uh, well, what was the other one there? We just we're doing soon. Oh, the Cream Ale is another one. Oh, nice. So those are like sort of like the summertime beers that we try to do. Um, when we get into the fall months, we'll always throw in some German beers, mm-hmm. like the Double Alt. I think you had it earlier. Yes. Um, that's a good. That's a good beer to have. Uh, double Alt. We just we had a cot boost a, a couple weeks ago that kicked really quick. Um, you know, we're always trying to change it up. So every time you come to the brewery, you, there is a new beer yeah. on tap. Something fresh, something new, and it usually doesn't last two or three weeks. Yep. Uh, some of the darker ones, we set aside kegs, so I'll, hi- I'll stash kegs out back, and yep. and then I'll, I'll just kind of pop them up every once in a while. People are like, hey, when did you brew that? I'm like, well, I brewed this like four months ago, but this is a good <laughs> beer that can age well, yeah. and we'll mm-hmm. stick it by. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, and in the fall, we'll do those. In the winter months, we do some stouts, but we're always doing the IPAs, the paleos. We try to throw those in every so often um, because people like them. Yeah. You know, it's... It, Beer is seasonal, but it sort of seems to be getting away from that, too. Yeah. Uh, we find a lot of people that come in here in those 90-degree days, and they want to drink a stout. Mm-hmm. One of those people. Yeah. 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 One of those people, yeah. too. I, it, for me, it I doesn't matter. I drink a stout or porter all year. Yeah, yeah. a porter. Yeah. Forget about it, man. I'm, all, I'm like, all about it all year. Uh, you know, and then you get your saisons, which are usually typically, you know, they'll get those in the fall. They'll well, get them in the spring. Right, but right. I'll drink those things all year long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, some of the bigger beers, you know, it's, those are good beers. You know, when I say bigger beers, I mean higher alcohol. Those are good beers after a night of shoveling snow. You know, you can come in and sip mm-hmm. on one of those. Those those are always good. But you know what? You can get these beers any time of the year now. Yep. Um, so it... We, we try to do seasonal stuff. I mean, we have a spring beer. We have a summer beer. We do our winter warmer, 11.5% <laughs> strong ale that drinks like a 5-6% beer. So it's very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, you drink one of these things, and you're then you try to stand yeah. up, and you sit back down <laughs> because it will knock you on your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and then, um, yeah, I mean, we, we just try to do different stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and, it just kind of go with it. We just roll with the punches, I guess, you know. That's absolutely. Yeah. It's all an inspiration, really. So Lowell needs to have, like, an Oktoberfest or something. We actually, there is actually an Oktoberfest in Lowell. Uh, they actually are having one this year. I think they had one last year. It might have been the first one last year, but um, this year they're having another one. We're going to be part of it. I just don't know the details yet. Yeah. So uh, Made in Lowell is going to be putting it on. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. They're a great company. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they know they how to throw a yeah. party. Yeah. They know how to throw a party. <laughs> Gabby is really awesome um, over there. So, um, and I'm fully confident that it's going to be a good one. So, Very cool. she asked us to join this year. We said, you know, we, we should be in a position to do it. We'll probably brew something special for it. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think only a couple more things. Where can we find you on social media? And social media, you can go to the website uh, www.navigationbrewing.com. Dot com. Yep. Uh, there you can find our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and our Instagram page. Nice. Um, pretty simple to get to. It's uh, you know you can go check those out. Um, it's again, it's Navigation Brewing Company, not yep. brewery. It's a brewing company. Although we are a brewery, uh, <laughs> it's brewing company, nice. and that's the way you find us. I guess there is a Navigation Brewery over in England somewhere. <laughs> so, and I guess it's a pub. It's like a chain restaurant thing. Not we didn't know this. So yeah. um, anyway, I don't know if they opened after us or before us. I have no clue. 
but anyway, so that's the brewery is in England. The brewing company's here in Lowell, Massachusetts. Sounds good. And uh, do you have any events coming up in the next uh, we always three have weeks? Something. Yeah. <laughs> we always have something coming up. Uh, the 9th of June, we have a barbecue with uh, Gibbs Ribs. We're bringing in oh, a, nice. uh, yeah, we're bringing in a uh, like a, a really good uh, barbecue chef, mm. and he's coming in. Uh, he's actually one of the tenants in this building here. He does this stuff on the side, so he's and I've had his samples today. They were out of this world. I cannot wait for it. So he's bringing in his barbecue team, uh, and then uh, that same day we have uh, the Mill City Cheesemongers are coming down. Oh wow! It's from they're over from Mill Number Five, so they're coming down. Um, we'll probably have some live music. Uh, we that's a, we also have this um, got this gentleman that came in. His name's Chuck, and uh, he does Broga, which is essentially I guess it's a. Uh, a male version or of yoga. Of, of yoga. Yeah. It's like catered to men, right? <laughs> Easier stretches. We're going to go there. I'm going to get my Lululemon pants on. Nice. And we're definitely going to uh, go out there and, and have a good time with that. Uh, that that particular event sold out, but um, but the barbecue's free to come to. That you know the cheese is free to come to to come to that section of the event. You just can't nice. do the yoga. But yeah. next time, <laughs> I got somebody. I got somebody coming. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do you and want to remind everyone where you're located? Because yes, I know you yeah. guys just... Yeah, so we're at Weston Ave Studios, uh, 122 Weston Ave Studios in Lowell, Mass. Um, hours the best, of operation. So. Hours of operation, yeah. So uh, we're open on Thursdays from 4 to 9, Fridays from 5 to 9, Saturdays 2 to 8. And um, the best way, if you want to uh, get us, get here GPS, uh, make sure you get here right. Uh, you want to uh, plug into the GPS, the intersection of western ave and school street follow western ave all the way to the end um we're in the bu- building under, right underneath the big western ave studios sign on the big red catwalk nice excellent yeah pj before we go any uh words of encouragement to anyone that might want to get into the business or just anything you'd want to say to listeners i i say well uh, come on down and visit have a good yes. time um no if there's anybody that wants to get into the business they want to come chat with me i'm open to chat we, we we do this all the time we always chat with guys who are, who are starting up uh, we don't try to talk them out of it but i will tell you i will be very truthful in how much work you it, you think it may be and how much work it actually is excellent. yeah it, it's 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 a full-time job and beyond excellent awesome well thanks for taking some time out of here I thank mean, you very very you much clearly wear many hats here so we yeah. don't want to take you away from <laughs> that's all right. your family or your brewery no, so. i appreciate it thank cool. you for coming down no problem take care thanks awesome